0: Hi there, this is Jessica from the happiest on earth.com where I talk all about the Disneyland Resort. My goal is to help you have a better Disneyland vacation with tips and planning advice you can actually put to use when you're at the Disneyland Resort. Now today we're gonna to talk about kids going alone to Disneyland. Yeah, this is definitely a loaded question with many different answers. I know I don't have the perfect answer for your family, but I hope to share some tips and guidelines to help you prepare when you're thinking about letting your kids go to Disneyland on their own. I took my brother alone when I was about 13 and he was three. So yeah, there's quite the age gap there but this was before the signs popped up that say children under age seven must be accompanied by a person age 14 years or older. We had an absolute blast together. I let him ride whatever he wanted and I said yes to every treat he asked for. It was really something that I had just imagined I would be the perfect older sister, and just let him get away with whatever fun he wanted to. So if you're thinking of letting your kids go solo to Disneyland, or just allowing them to break off from your group for an extended period of time, hopefully this can help you plan. The first topic we're gonna discuss is single rider lines. If you're planning to let your kids go to Disneyland alone, you should definitely try single rider lines as a group first. So this means that you won't ride with your group, but you can still wait in line as a group. It can help kids prepare to board and ride alone. It also helps them listen to safety instructions and can help them learn how to meet up with you after they unload from the ride. So Disneyland rules allow anyone age 7 and up to use the single rider line. There are lots of single rider options, and they all have different configurations as far as the line you use, how you load the cars, and the exits that you get off on. My 7-year-old prefers the single rider line at Goofy's Sky School. And when we tried it out on Indiana Jones Adventure, she was lost for a few minutes, but luckily she didn't know she was lost. We didn't establish a clear meetup spot for Indiana Jones and she waited right by the Jeep after getting off like we do at Radiator Springs Racers. But I exited the ride completely and then I had to make that long walk back through the exit to find her. I was a little bit frazzled to say the least. Thank goodness she didn't quite realize that, so it was fine. But after you've mastered single writing as a group, you can let your kids try single writer on their own. So again, a great option to try is Goofy Sky School. I love this one because you can watch your kids almost the entire time. You stand by the exit and you can see them go into the single rider line. You can watch them wait in the single rider line, see them actually load on Goofy Sky School, and then you can see them as they exit and make their way down the stairs. My kids love that one, and it's gotten them really comfortable with doing single rider. Another way to prepare kids and teens to do Disneyland on their own is using kids as a fast pass runner. Obviously we now have Disney Max Pass and that's changed how we do fast passes at Disneyland. At Press Time, World of Color and Phantasmic still require guests to pick up fast passes at the kiosk. And those are the two nighttime shows. This is a great opportunity to send your Child with Everyone's Park ticket in hand to pick up those fast passes for Fantasmic or World of of Color, and then they can meet you at a designated place. Allowing them to do this task and other things just really tests their familiarity with Disneyland and their ability to do things on their own and then report back to you. One of the major things that you need to consider when allowing your kids to go off or be dropped off at Disneyland is park etiquette. Before kids can go to Disneyland alone, and really before anybody should be able to go to Disneyland, they should know and respect certain park etiquette and rules. Being familiar with the official rules is really just a beginning step. I put out a call to fellow Disney park goers online and was really overwhelmed by the amount of advice I was offered on this topic. So I wanted to hit the highlights real quick. And remember, this is great advice to teach kids at any age. Whether you're preparing to let them go off on their own or not, everybody should learn these park rules. First off, don't cut in line. This is really the golden rule of Disneyland Resort, and it's good for... Parade seating, show seating, anything where someone has arrived before you or your entire group. If you arrive at an attraction but your buddies are lagging behind, just wait to the side before you get in line. Don't get in line and then have them join you later. Another thing is to be courteous to families and adults. Don't get in the way of families and strollers. Don't cut them off when they're obviously trying to stay together as a group. It's just good practice to be nice and courteous. Just keep swimming. If you have to stop somewhere to regroup, step to the side and don't stand in the middle of Main Street or any walkway. It definitely disrupts the traffic flow and you're running the risk of people bumping into you, things like that. It's a rope, not a ride. Cast members will kindly let you know that ropes, chains, and other barriers are there to direct the flow of traffic. So don't sit on them, swing on them, hang from them, or anything else that seems super fun to do with the ropes. Feet on the ground, princess. I've heard this one a time or two as well. If you're sitting on a bar or another decorative item while in line, you'll likely hear a cast member say, feet on the ground, princess. Don't climb or sit on the props or decor. Keep it clean. So this one includes your words and your messes. We all know that Disneyland is a family place and parents don't really want to shield their little ones from nearby conversations when they're using profanity or other topics that shouldn't be really discussed in front of children. And then, of course, clean up after yourself. We don't need to leave trash out after parades or wherever we're eating because we know this is Disneyland and there are trash cans everywhere. The last thing is let the magic live on. So even if you know every joke on Jungle Cruise and you know all the songs and you can repeat It's a Small World backwards, uh, just don't ruin the magic or the ambiance for everyone else. Being loud and obnoxious just doesn't belong. Now there's many things we could add to that list, but it just comes down to respecting yourself and others. Another point we wanna touch on is safety and lost kids. So whether you're apart all day or just some of the day, having a plan in place is a must for kids going to Disneyland alone. Being safe is more than listening to cast members. It's about being aware of your surroundings and knowing where to go if you need help. A lot of that comes with teaching and maturity. Um, We do have an article about lost kids at Disneyland, and that's a good place to check out to review what to do when you're lost, but basically pointing out cast members throughout the park to teach kids who they can go to for help. Now, a few more tips as we wrap this up. When you're sending older kids to Disneyland alone, make sure they have enough money to pay for food and other items. I like to give a Disney gift card instead of cash. It's really easy for them to use around the park. All the carts usually take them unless the system is down, but they can definitely use that for food. If you have an annual pass, I would start with a half day at Disneyland alone before letting the kids go for a full day. And then have a consistent meeting spot and time, um, both inside and outside the park. So if you are sending a teen alone, you're most likely going to use the passenger pickup and drop-off area on Harbor Boulevard. And if you have another meeting spot, just use that same meeting spot over and over. That way there's less confusion and you're not switching things up and they know where to meet you all the time. Last, send your kids with a fully charged cell phone and a portable battery charger because we all know how quickly the parks can drain your cell phone batteries. The last thing you want is to try to get a hold of your child and you can't get in touch with them because their battery has died which is also a great excuse, many parents of teens know. But if you send them with that small portable charger, they can keep their phone charged and there won't be any issues. I definitely wanna know what your tips are to add to my list about taking kids or letting kids go to Disneyland on their own. And also if you think there's an appropriate age to let them go to alone to Disneyland. I'd really love to hear about it in the comment section of the article on the happiestblogonearth.com. Again, I am Jessica from The Happiest Blog on Earth. And you can find me on social media at DisneylandPlan.